Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 6, Chapter 64. Delivered from these trials, he applies himself yet more earnestly to the salvation of his neighbor. Meanwhile, it had become public knowledge that Philip once again had permission to act as he pleased. So people began to come back regularly to his room to receive the sacraments in his direction. Not only working people, but also the aristocracy. The harvest reaped from this spiritual discourses was abundant and steadily increased so that he was able to bring many to a happy union with Christ as the Lord helped him to tear them away from their sins. He was so fired with love for his neighbor that you would think he had been born to benefit the world. He gave himself to everyone as if he were the father of all. He lived for everyone so that he became all things to all men so as to bring all men to Christ. It happened thus that he was so racked with pity for wicked men that he could hardly contain himself from bursting into tears whenever he saw them, clear evidence of the profound love within him. There was nothing he wanted more than the salvation of his neighbor. He would hear the confessions of those who came to him at any time and help them marvelously, either by consoling them or advising them or in practical ways, with the overriding intention that they should be rid of all anxiety and become aware that God and his saints cared about them and their salvation, till they were determined at last to use every means to free themselves of sin. He used to encourage them to live a good Christian life, by his frequently repeating words on devout matters and never omitted to say whatever might be helpful, even on minor points. Driven by his ardent longing to join them ever closer to Christ, he neglected himself and his own needs rather than leave them in want. He always made himself available to everyone and wanted his room to be open at all times to all comers. He used to say that he wanted no time for himself, no place to be alone. Enough for him if he could help others with whatever means he had. So it happened that he forbade those who later looked after him to stop anyone coming to his room. And they were never to say, Philip has gone to bed, or... Philip has just gone to his room. What a man, burning with love for his neighbor and the glory of God. He took no pleasure in rest, relaxation, or any form of recreation, thinking that there was nothing worth having in this life, unless it led to union with God and the salvation of men. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, apostle of Rome, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Philip was concerned with helping people in practical ways. In addition to consoling them and advising them and helping them spiritually. Now, what was behind his practical ways of helping people? Helping a woman get a dowry, helping a family get money, helping people find work, helping people sell their wares, helping people find a spouse. Well, Galonia says that he had an overriding intention to free them from anxiety. So if he could take away some of these practical difficulties that weren't immediately relevant for salvation, he could free them from anxiety, that is, when they were sad, trying to solve the problems themselves, thinking that they couldn't get rid of these sorrows, excessive desire to be rid of sorrows. If he could free them from that anxiety, then what would happen? They could become more aware that God and his saints cared for them in their salvation. At the center of Philip's apostolate, was wanting people to be aware that God cared for them, that the saints cared for them, and that God and the saints wanted them to be saved, to be happy in eternity with them, to share the divine life with them. And this message is very important for us today. People feel isolated. People feel cut off. People feel that our bureaucratic society it's very cold, that no one seems to really care. And here St. Philip is with this great desire for them to know not just that God, but that the saints care. So if we are lonely, if we feel isolated, we have to get to know the saints. And we have to discover in getting to know them that they already know us and that they already care for us. And that our lives are bound up with some of the saints in particular. St. Philip longed for people to know that they were loved. He longed for them to know that they could be free from their sins. And it was precisely by St. Philip's own care for them that they found it easier to believe that God himself cared for them. If this human father could show love for them. Where did he get it from? Where did the profound love come from that was in the heart of St. Philip? And St. Philip would tell them it's from Jesus. And notice what the love of God did in St. Philip's heart. It made him want to live for other people. It made him want to do whatever he could to adapt himself to their needs, to their problems, to their wounds, to their personalities, 
And that's not very easy. We all can testify to that, how hard it is to overcome ourselves and our own plans and our own temperaments, our own worries, and to put ourselves at the service of others. It's difficult. It's impossible for us left to ourselves, but nothing is impossible for God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.